Hello. Hello. Welcome back to your favorite show. It's your favorite show. Congratulations to you on making it all the way to F102. 102. Hey, you're listening to the Island Shuffle 102.5. And it's ready for the radio. It's ready for the radio. Catch us on CBC 102.5. St. John's Finest. <laughs> is that really what it is there? No, it's probably it's like... 98.1 in PEM. I think it's also a 90... I think 98.1 is the universal I think one. here it's 88.5 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or 88.1. I don't know. Remember, <laughs> my God, get off my back. Remember the radio? No. What household... What was your... What was your... What was your home's radio station of choice? Because my parents, it was definitely CBC to the point where... I feel like if I ho- heard old CBC jingles, uh-huh. I would be sent into like... Like, it would unlock memories that I'd forgotten. I listen to CBC Radio every single day, currently. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a joke. How are they doing? They're great. Great. It's become my morning ritual. Ah. From, like, 9.30 to 11, I am listening to CBC Radio. Is it, like, cool stuff? or is I it catch just like... the end of The Current and the first hour of Q. Oh, man. And is it always... is it every? Have you ever come away from it disappointed? No, never. This is CBC Radio we're talking about. Uh, yes. Okay. Great. I'm glad we can all agree that CBC Radio is Doesn't good. Disappoint. Doesn't disappoint. <laughs> and that. And with that, we're excited to announce that we will no longer be putting this podcast on Noisepace.xyz. We are moving firmly and finally to our official slot on CBC Radio One, where you're hearing us now live. I want to be on CBC Radio 69. <laughs> Or CBC Radio 420. Oh, my God. Or even God. CBC Radio 13. Oh, my God. Because that's unlucky. Are there even that Are there even that many radio stations out there today? Because if you ask me, the radio, not a lot of people listen to it anymore. Hey, have you forgotten about cars? Uh, yes. What are those? Um, I, I, I forgot. You forgot too. Yeah, well, but sometimes, sometimes I listen to CBC Radio at like four p.m. Mm-hmm. and they do traffic updates every like six minutes, and it's so weird. Yeah, that I that un- since most radio listeners are probably in a car, that makes sense. It's to as, me who as, hasn't been in a car in months. As someone who does not drive to get around the city, that seems baffling. I understand it's. I imagine it's a lot of like, well, it's still fucked up on the bridge. <laughs> that is what they say. They're and like, it's still, still fucked up, up on. Th- and that water is backed up, and it's down to one lane on the Cartier Bridge. I imagine with the amount of construction in the city, and also the like amount of bridges and like like congestion through to that you require. Like, there's only like one way really to get to the West Island, as I understand, yeah. and like Off Island, obviously, yeah, is a big to do. So, like, I imagine if you're if you're using a car, you're probably not living on the island, so you have to use these like really congested spaces, and then also add on to that the construction that's constantly fucking wacky. Mode. But it's on. They're on vacation right now. It's the construction holiday begins today. It does? Yeah. What does that mean? It means they just stop constructing. Wait. So for the next two weeks, there's no construction. But there's definitely, const- like, there's still, Oh, like- it's not. It won't advance. <laughs> they just leave it how it is. It's like, you know that open pit right beside your house that, yeah. like, they tore it up last week? Yep. They're going to leave it like that for a while. Oh, well, I mean, honestly, my neighborhood has always needed a good pit. Yeah. I've always, every time I see, the, every time I'm walking down the sidewalk, I'm asking myself, I'm thinking to myself, 
just walking in a straight line is so boring. It's I wish it was more like an arcane maze. It's so weird. I wish I got to I wish I got to gauge how close I have to get to the cars to navigate these roads. It's um I like how here it's like so there's a the most recent corner in specific that I'm thinking of is the corner of Bobier and Saint Dominique, which is a corner I go by every single day. Mm-hmm. And it has always been fine. Yes. I've never found a problem with mm-hmm. it. And then one day like uh, probably like one quarter of it was mm-hmm. ripped up. Sure. And that was <laughs> two or three weeks ago. Sure. Nothing has ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> There's confirmed going to be no progress for two more weeks. <laughs> and I just wonder why. It's it's <laughs> it seemed like they did it way too early. It's baffling isn't it, it seems like the the ripping up crew and the constructing crew are two different crews and yeah. they do not talk to each other whatsoever i you know all i can say is it's true what they say there's two seasons here in canada winter and construction oh my goodness you forgot about the fifth season hockey, hockey season. season roll up the rim to win season roll up the rim to win season Pogie season. <laughs> uh, maple leaf season. Maple leaf season. Um, province season. What? Province season. Province season? Yeah. This is the season where we have provinces. That's every freaking season. Yeah. But what it's about a, I think it's Lent? Lent? Yeah. Um, Advent. Huh. I'm on the Christian calendar. <laughs> oh, you're on the Judeo-Christian calendar. I'm on the Judeo-Christian calendar. Oh, how, how, <laughs> tell me about your preparations for Ash Wednesday, James. Oh my God. <laughs> what do you? Are you, what, you are guys you talking about my Ash Wednesday Eve? Yes. Um, how's, what's that? How's that looking? So all I, all I, I kno- get everything burnable that I can find. Yes. And I douse it in gasoline, and I wait until. 12 a.m. Mm. And at 12 a.m. I light the match and I watch it burn for a while. Sure. Then I go to sleep. Yeah. And it's still burning. Sure. And I wake up and everything around me is just a pile of ashes. Sure. And I go, Ash Wednesday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's how, honestly, I, I, I grew up in a pretty Christian household in a uh-huh. pretty Christian community. Boy, that's a, like... That's a place that needs some construction because yeah. every year at Ash Wednesday we all burn down yeah. our houses in <laughs> the middle burn of the down night. Everything. We burn um, it all down. All I all I all I got to say about Christian holidays. I'm getting ready for Palm Sunday, and I'm gonna have the sickest palm frond of them all. <laughs> oh my god! You know <laughs> I'm, I'm carrying it to, to get my palms this year. I am definitely gonna get the biggest, swaggiest palm frond, and I am flapping it everywhere. I'm flapping it every which way. I don't um. care who sees it. I have a confession about Ash Wednesday. Yes. To bring it back to Ash Wednesday, because yes. I know the listeners weren't done with the Ash Wednesday material. <laughs> of course, <laughs> they were. They were like, "Fuck, fuck Palm Sunday." <laughs> we were still engaged. <laughs> um, so there's 52 Wednesdays in the year. Of course, there's one where I celebrate Ash Wednesday. Sure, and then the other 51, for me at least. Our hash Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> when you smoke that good marijuana hash. Oh, baby, do you ever get them mixed up? Do you ever show up to Ash yeah. Wednesday with an intact house and just ripped in stone? Yes. <laughs> and everybody says, "So embarrassing." So embarrassing. God, or you show up to Hash Wednesday, and 
in your, your house is burnt down. Yeah. And you're completely dry. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, this is the this is just the the wild thing about the Bible is that it does mandate that all other fifty one Wednesdays are hash Wednesday. Are hash Wednesday? Yeah. <sighs> it's true. You know what? Oh, but there's one Wednesday where, because I mostly pay debit. Yes. But not on um, the ca- third Wednesday of September. Cash Wednesday. That's Cash Wednesday. That's cash yeah, Wednesday. that's Cash Wednesday. Oh, man. Uh, well, normally we record on Wednesdays. Uh-huh. And y- what do we record? It's the podcast called The Island Shuffle. <laughs> uh-huh. And this Wednesday, actually, we're wearing our... Um, our little things to celebrate that we won the uh the election the the beauty pageant oh uh, that's it's, uh, yes. it's sash wednesday it's sash, it's sash wednesday uh, it is sash wednesday yeah. happy uh happy w- happy wednesday this <laughs> podcast <laughs> this podcast goes up on it thursday comes out on but thursday. you can listen to it on a wednesday if you want to yeah no you can't <laughs> not unless it's podcast wednesday podcast wednesday <laughs> podcast wednesday so we watched the show lost we watched the show week. lost we watched it in the wrong order and this week we watched season 1 mm. episode 17, 17 called dot lost dot dot trans Dot 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 lost in translation. Lost in translation. Dot 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 in translation. With Sorry. with the loss yeah. being implied. Lost in translation. Yeah. It's about Bill Murray. It's about Bill Murray. And Scarlett Johansson. And they go to Japan and they are just fish out of water. They're just lonely people. They're lonely and they're rich and they're sad. And you know what? Japan is an ice Japan's a Tokyo's a big metropolis and they all are, look at all the noise and they go, Well, we're sad now. But then they whisper to each other and it's fine. See you in the hotel bar, my dear sad Murray. And then he says, You got it, Johansson. You got it, Scar Joe. Scarly. Scarly Jolie. Scarly Jolie. What do you have in tonight, Scarlet? Says Bill Murray out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill Murray and Scarlet says, I will have my favorite beverage. Piping hot beer. <laughs> 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 Honestly, it's naturalistic dialogue like that that makes you see why it got nominated for Barkeep, screenplay. Would, could you stick it in the microwave again? Just another thirty <laughs> second shit too. And and the and and in Japan they don't have hot beer. No, they don't have hot beer. And this is just another way they're they 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 are isolated yeah speaking of isolated uh-huh. you know who's isolated from the other cast members Jin. Jin is isolated from the other cast members you know why because he doesn't speak the same language as them and he has different weird customs so we begin and Jin is on the beach and then we see that sun walks onto the beach in a bikini and Jin freaks out. He. This is where we discover that Jin is super misogynist. Like how in season one, Sawyer is just plain old racist. Yeah. In season one, Jin's just big time misogynist. Yeah, it's very weird. He he takes a blanket and throws it on her, and then they yell. They yell at each other, and it's li- and like, so we've had scenes like this in the past. There's a scene I think we see where they're on the plane, and Jin has and Sun has an unbuttoned shirt. Like literally, like her collar is unbuttoned, uh-huh. and and Jin's like, "Cover yourself up," and it's like, "Jeez, <laughs> our, what the heck?" But at least that's like, 
like it's it is misogynistic to like a cartoonish degree yeah. but at least that's based in like sense yeah <laughs> like here Jin is like trying to like wrap sun up like she's a burrito it's, it's so weird and, and it's like, like she's on the beach and it's like this is her bathing suit yeah. did you guys not have this conversation before yeah it's truly did, you're married yeah what Hasn't this happened once You've have you have never gone swimming i mean Jin grew up in the ocean yes <laughs> <laughs> he grew up on the floor of the ocean. He grew up on the f- seabed. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, everybody's this this uh, as Sun is like trying to like wrestle away, and like Jin is like it's a, it's basically turning into a fight yeah. almost. Yeah, and everybody's kind of being like, "Well, what the heck?" Should there they go again? Oh boy, should we do anything? And, you know, you cut to all the survivors. Jack's there like, I don't know. It's not our business. Eventually, Michael steps in. Michael, the hero, says, hey, you take your hands off her, uh, af- off her, Jin. I swear, to, I swear to God, if you lay one more hand on her, oh, what am I going to do? And then Michael gets clocked by Sun. What? But she slaps him. Yeah. Big move by Sun, honestly. Big move by Sun. Uh, then it's over. That's it. That's it. That's all. Scene resolved, and everything's fine from here on out. And then it's just Bill and Scarlet for the rest <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> and they sit at the hotel bar, and they say, and they trade drink recipes, and they say, <laughs> and Bill Murray says, you ever hear of this one? It's called a gin and tonic. What you do is you take uh, mostly tonic water, but you put a little bit of gin in there. Tastes kind of like club soda, but it does have gin in it, I promise. And, and Scarlett then, Johansson says, this is unheard of. I just invented a new <laughs> drink, says Scarlett Johansson. Hot gin and tonic. <laughs> you take a gin and tonic and you put it in the microwave for six minutes. On low, you gotta heat it real slowly. <laughs> I'm Scarlett Johansson, and you might know me from the movie Lost in Translation. It's really interesting how they play themselves in the film. (laughs) Bill Murray plays himself, and Scarlett Johansson, just like in real life, loves microwaving beers and cocktails. She loves hot alcoholic beverages. Of course, who doesn't? On a on a cold day, what will toast you up like a microwaved Tom Collins? Like a microwaved Tom Collins. As soon as you put the little waves in there, Mm -hmm. they should call Ripple Chips microwaved chips because there's little waves (laughs) in the chips. (laughs) No, they shouldn't. <laughs> it would be confusing. I it guess. would be confusing. They would think that you put the chips, you cook them in the microwave. Yeah, I guess that's true. They'd open up the bag and they'd say, These chips are not hot. <laughs> These are not hot like the beers I like to drink. Scarlett Johansson would be very displeased. What would Scarlett Johansson say? <laughs> she would say, Put this back in the microwave. <laughs> I'm Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> She's always announcing who she is, which is very humble of her. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, so then what? I I don't remember what happens. Uh, um, so we get a scene where Sun. So w- Michael's building the raft. Uh-huh. Sun goes up to Michael while he's building the raft and explains herself. Uh, basically says like you know, Michael's basically like, why why do you put up with that from him? He's Joe. Oh, he's the way he treats you. Oh, it riles me up so. And uh, Sun says, you don't understand. I slapped you to protect you. To protect you from Jin, you don't know what he's capable of. Alarming, alarming sentiment. It is an alarming sentiment. He's saying that Jin is a violent person. Yeah. 
and everybody's been all ab- all above about how how they're always getting into fights. Yeah. The there's a conclusion you could draw here that is not savory. No, it's in- unsavory. Instead, what Michael does, instead with with all the information Michael has, he, Michael says uh he, he says, "You know what? It's not my problem. It's your problem." And it's like, "Cool. Great t- way to be way way to be an ally, Michael." <laughs> Michael is bad again. Michael is bad again. Michael was good for a second, but then he was like, "Well, I give up. I got slapped, so I give up." I give up. I'm done. I've I've had I my empathy juice ran out. <laughs> Now I gotta build the raft. And he does. He sure does. But wait. Then the nighttime comes. Then the nighttime comes. Uh wait. Nighttime hey. nighttime doesn't come quite yet. Never mind. Cause Jin is blowing off some steam on the golf course as you do. Oh yeah, this is insane. He's hitting rocks on the this golf one's course. Weird. He's 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 not they have golf balls. He's just hitting rocks. He's hitting sweet little rocks, and every time he hits them, he makes a grunting sound because it hurts, probably. I wonder how much golf Jin has played. If Firstly, I don't I don't know what the state of golf is in Korea, mm. but I know that he was very poor mm-hmm. up until very recently, so yes. I would imagine didn't play any golf. And recently... Uh, started working every second of every day. Yes, he was like not... A, he, half a year ago. He was so occupied that he couldn't spend time with his wife. We'll get into it. Uh, but you find time to take up a liking for golf? You know what? Sometimes <laughs> he's, th- he's thinking, you know what? No better time than the present. I couldn't cover up my wife. Better learn to golf. <laughs> I couldn't cover up my wife. Better learn to golf. <laughs> Famous quote from Jin. Direct quote from Jin. Famous inspirational quote from Jin. I think I, yeah, I have that on a poster with, it's like of a cat. Mm-hmm. And it says, <laughs> you see the words hang in there, kitty, yeah. up top, but it's scratched out. And it came like this. I yeah. bought it like this. <laughs> and then it says, I couldn't cover up my wife. So time to learn to golf. <laughs> and then it says Jin. Yep. Quote Jin. And that's just, you know. Sometimes a quote. I think there's a lot of quotes from this show that are very iconic and can get can be like used in a lot of ways. Don't tell me what I can't do. Don't mistake coincidence for fate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, d- I didn't. <laughs> I already forget the whole construction. I couldn't of cover the up my wife. I couldn't cover up my wife. So, time, so on and so forth. So time to learn to golf. <laughs> so I better learn to golf. Bah, keep another hot beer, please. <laughs> so j- so Hurley comes up with a hot beer. Yeah, and says also. Uh, here things are tough, so I got us two fishing poles. What do you say we go fishing? And Jin just gives him the cold shoulder. And then Hurley says, come on, I'm trying. And then eventually says, all right, fine. You want to be an outsider? That's your business. And it's like, Hurley, he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand English. There's a lot to criticize Jin for, but to just be like, well, I guess he just wants to be an outsider. He's just choosing this. So he just wants to be alone for a minute. Yeah, he wants to hit some rocks. Let a boy hit some rocks. To, yeah, he couldn't cover up his wife. <laughs> Let him learn to it's golf. It's time to learn to golf. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's a it's a rare Hurley is being dumb moment. Yes. it's And it's like he comes in with good intentions. And at first I was like, yeah, Hurley is trying to be the peacemaker. Yeah. But he just gives up. He because gets so frustrated so, so quick. So quick. And he's like, yeah, you want to be an outsider? And it's like, I don't know that he wants It's to literally know. like a step removed from like, learn English, yeah, buddy. Exactly. It's just like, don't, don't, like, be patient, <laughs> please. Um, So, 
Uh, Mike is trying to relate to his kid by talking about buildings. Oh, this is dumb. This is a funny scene. Uh, Michael is trying to be a dad to to Michael, and he's like, "You're gonna." So, sorry, Michael. Michael's trying. <laughs> Michael's I'm trying. gonna be my own dad now. <laughs> Michael decides to be my own dad now and throws Walt away. He throws him into the he, burning bush. He fucking does a big windmill fastball pitch and <laughs> throws him all the way into the jungle and yeah. says i'm my own dad now and that means i'm my own son too <laughs> and then the rest of the scene takes place but you do see walt riding vincent out of the jungle <laughs> like halfway through the rest of the scene that's true in the background uh and you like to see it and you see yeah. it and you go yay Whoopity. Whoopity. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hot in here so we're definitely a little looser than usual yeah. i think but uh, all that is true. But before that happens, uh, Michael tries to relate to his son on a one-on-one level. He says, boy, when we get to New York, you're going to love it. You know what I love most about New York's? The buildings. Oh, you got to see this one building. It's called the Flatiron. It's the oldest skyscraper in the city. And when I saw it, I said, I'm going to take up drawing and construction. This is my, f- this is, and you're going to see it and you're going to love it. Right, kid? You want to see it, right, kiddo? And all the whole time, Walt is obviously like, whatever. Yeah, talk about something not stupid. Talk about you're Pokemon. You're an island, idiot. You talk about, <laughs> there's no buildings here. Yeah. Come on. Talk about Pokemon. Talk about Pokemon. Talk about Talk about Fortnite. Yeah, talk about chilling in the park with your friends. Talk, talk about, about Hash Wednesday. Talk about Palm Sunday. Yeah, talk about Grease Your Palm Sunday. Dad, Dad, what's your favorite Christian holiday? Oh, I like... Uh, give me a second. Okay. Oh, I like uh, Holy Thursday. <laughs> Dad, I don't think that's a real Christian holiday. Can I go play with Vincent and ride him off into the jungle? While you become your own dad. I will throw you now. <laughs> Wee. Wee. Goodbye, son. Uh, Hello, Michael. It's me, Michael. I'm your father. <laughs> and <laughs> in interrupting this, Jack says, whatever weird shit you're doing to be your own dad, it's none of my business. But... I got to ask you, how's the raft coming along? And this is basically the scene where Sawyer comes along and says, I'm got a spot on the raft (laughs) now, baby. I'm a raft boy. I'm a raft boy. I gave him my, I gave him all the cable I salvaged. And Michael says like, well, he had, he had the supplies. He had the money. By which I mean the supplies I need to build the raft. So he gets a spot. And he's like, well, 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 I'm (laughs) something, something racist probably. Uh... Well, 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 I will commit a big crime later. I will commit a big crime later. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, th- then it is nighttime. Then it is finally nighttime. Yeah. Uh, nighttime arrives, and when nighttime arrives, people start to see a light. And what is the light? It's not the sun, because it's nighttime. Bad news. It's a big friggin' fire. It's the raft is on fire. The raft is on fire? People are upset. People are upset. People are throwing sand. People are trying to deal with it. People are going in. Everybody's like, oh no. And mid-fire, Michael Michael finally arrives. Michael arrives, turns to Sun and says, where is he? Where's Jin? I know he did it. He must have done it. He's had it out for me since day one. He's mad at me because I did it. And this is true. They've had a a tenuous... They've had a fraught history. Michael did handcuff Jin to a a plane in the beating sun. Oh yeah, why did he do that? 
Uh, for so, because Jin for punched weeks. him. Jin beat him up in the middle and like for no reason. Oh yeah, for not no reason. Michael took a watch that he had found. Oh yeah. Jin saw that he stole. Jin was like, he stole my watch. So I'm gonna kill have him. A, they're men. Yes, they're men, and they and don't they speak the same fight. language. And so they, but they share a common language of fisticuffs. Yeah, yeah, they share the universal language. The universal language of all manly boy men. It's like that time in my favorite movie, Lost in Translation, whenever Scarlett Johansson goes, put him up, Bill Murray. <laughs> and then they just have like a drunken fist fight. They have a drunken fist fight, but it is like, it's regulation boxing. No hits below the belt. No hits below the belt. Ten no rounds. Hits above the belt. Only belt hits. <laughs> only belt. They have a belt only. They have a, they have a ten round belts only <laughs> boxing, boxing, <laughs> boxing match. So many bruises at the belt line. After, after, <laughs> yeah, their, their body's fine, but boy, their belt line, it's looking tender. <laughs> I couldn't fasten my pants for a week. <laughs> and they all have a, they have a good laugh about uh, it. I was wearing overalls for a week. That's what they'll say. <laughs> Bill Murray, I got to stock up on overalls after this one. <laughs> ah. There are going to be sold out overalls at the Costco after this run, folks. Oh, I've never seen a belt match quite like this. Wait, do they even have Costco's in here in Tokyo? <laughs> I guess we'll have to find out together. <laughs> Is that a quote from the Scarlett Johansson's like music producer boyfriend? In that? Yep, that's what she... That's this one line in the yep. movie. It goes, do they even have Costco's here in Tokyo? And then Scarlett Johansson says, I'm breaking up with you. You don't <laughs> microwave your beers or engage in belt boxing with me. <laughs> it's such a good movie. It's I don't so know why more people haven't watched it. It's Honestly, don't sleep on Lost in Translation. <laughs> Folks, uh. I know it was nominated for and maybe won some Academy Awards, but don't <laughs> sleep on this movie. It's not what you think. Uh, get Turn this podcast off right now. Turn on Lost in Translation. Go watch it. And if you watch it and it's not exactly <laughs> what we say it is, you can come to our addresses and punch us in the belt. <laughs> yeah. And our address is Area 51. <laughs> Woo! Keeping it topical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, everybody thinks it's Jin. Uh, Michael says, Michael like confronts Jin and says, I'm going to break your damn neck. And <laughs> he does say that. <laughs> he does say that. And uh, Sun is trying to, like, another thing I want to explain about this dynamic. Uh, Sun can speak English. Yeah. But right now, only Michael is aware that Sun can uh-huh. speak English. Uh, Jin, of course, can't speak English, so he spends this whole episode being ostracized. Uh, Jin goes off, uh, and he has burns on his hands, mm-hmm. and he goes to and he goes to like like heal these burns in the in the river, water in the creek. But who sneaks up on him? But, but his so, own wife, his own wife, <laughs> his own wife, and says, "Please, why don't you just?" I think they have a scene where they're like, "Please explain it to them." But Jin is just kind of like. Being quiet. Yeah, he won't really talk to Sun. Jin, yeah, it's it's weird. This is definitely an episode where if Jin and Sun talked a little more, a lot of problems would be solved. Yeah. It's a weird episode. I but honestly, I'll say it, not a great episode of Lost. None. Some some moments that I like in yeah. here, but like overall, like the 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 whole theme is like ah, Jin is he's ostracized from everyone else because he can't speak English, and like they're. I 
I understand. I think it's an interesting idea. And I think there are moments throughout season one that resonate a lot better. I think that other, like that other episode where Jin like just kicks the shit out of Michael out of nowhere is much more effective yeah. than this one. Well, and because it's like things unravel and we find out motive. But in this one, it's just like, it's just watching bad things happen. Exactly. And like, if Jin just like talked to his wife yeah, uh, and was like, it was like, just like explained to his wife, like I'm tr- like trying to like, here's my deal. And like the like the fact that their relationship is so fraught is not necessarily so. The only like real difficulty we get is that absurd scene at the start. Yeah, and he thi- well he thinks that Sun has a thing for Michael for reasons unknown. Essentially, that's right. That's yeah. right. In this argument, he basically says like 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 Sun like I think like Jin is unaware that like people think he did it. He doesn't understand that, and so Sun comes up and says like. Says like something something about Michael and Jin's like Michael you and Michael oh what the heck and storms off to heal his heal his wounds and then uh, Sawyer comes up to Jin and just fucking drop kicks him in the neck yeah <laughs> and ties him up and brings him out to the beach for a fucking lynching I it's guess so it's insane it's insane he literally like l- he Sawyer- beats Jin and he ties him up and yeah. yeah he brings him out and then people aren't like Sawyer what the fuck are yeah. you doing they're all like Jin is bad yeah they're all like they're like some people are like I don't know about this one but a lot of, but like there's multiple people who are like I don't know street rules I guess yeah he got <laughs> what's coming to yeah, him I guess he got what's coming to him uh there are people who are like like Jack is like like Michael, to stop it. like Michael, like storms up to this like scene as it's happening and is like, "Hey, man, what the heck? This is this is as like much as this scene is like, I'm gonna say like it's a little loaded to be like to like ring up a guy that is like being a ring up an Asian guy who's being otherized, yeah, for like what is effectively a, a, like a, this almost mob lynching, yeah. It's a little loaded, I'm gonna say. I yeah yeah. Uh, like Sawyer literally calls him like Bruce, as in like he, Bruce he Lee. So yeah. like cool racism there yeah. from Sawyer. It's, uh, it's weird. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Michael essentially kicks the shit out of him, and Jack yeah. tries to stop it, but then Said comes in and goes, "No, this is between them." <laughs> and then it's like this is so weird. It's insane. It's literally also like- it's clear like you can visually see that Su- or Jin has been like essentially being tortured by Sawyer all yes. day. He's been yeah, he's been beat up by him. He's been like like he like Michael punches him. Jin gets Jin falls down. Jin gets up, says something in Korean to Michael, punches him again. Same thing happens. This happens a couple times. Yeah. It's brutal. And like Jin is just kind of like like grinning and burying it kind of. It's just so rude. Yeah. It's just like no apologies after the punches. Exactly. No. I mean, even after it's over, they don't go out for a cup of hot beer together. Yeah. They don't. There's nothing. Sun has to yell. Yeah. And Sun yells in English. It. Yeah. And yeah. It, that stops everyone That's in their tracks. Everybody says, stop it. He didn't burn your raft. Uh, and everybody's like, everybody's like, first of all, you can speak English. Second of all, why didn't you tell him? Why didn't you tell us this sooner? Hey, I have a great question. I that's a great question that I also have, yeah. son. Uh I I the the tension of like son hiding his the fact that she knows it's English is dumb. so it's not a thing. No, that, it's dumb. It doesn't make sense. 
Um, and so that as like a as a thing that's like, whoa, whoa. she can just be like, oh, so you mean this could have just not been a problem if this nonsense plot thing wasn't here? Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, this whole situation is like very contrived. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, uh, Jen also through this learns that she speaks English. Yeah. Right. Um, and so she, so he has a weird mix of like, what the heck is going on? I'm confused. Uh, and Jin son basically explains Jin wasn't trying to burn the raft. He was trying to help put out the raft. He, he was one of oh. the first ones. Also, of I sort of love that. So that is, that's the explanation. Yes. And that's why Jin's hands were burnt, but it's sort of like, Jin, what were you doing? Did he just run out to the raft and go, ah, let me put my hands in the fire to stop it. Yeah, he was trying to pick up the fire and throw it into the ocean. No one else has burnt hands. <laughs> That's true. Everyone was helping. Everyone else was fine. How did he burn his hands? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, what the heck are you talking? Why is, why is burnt hands? Like, that's the classic thing is like, is like that's the smoking gun that Jin and Sawyer and all the pissed people have. They're like, he bur- he's got burnt hands. That's it. That's like how you know he must have done it. That's the only explanation. And it's like, just take a second. What are you talking about? <laughs> Calm down. Weird. Um. So, uh, they every- stop beating him up. They stop beating him up, and Locke comes out, and I and and everybody's like, well, how do we do? We know you're not just covering for him, son. And Locke says, because it's true. I can't because it's true. I saw Jin putting out the fire too. And guess what? Why are we pointing the fingers at each other when we got a greater threat at our hand? The others. Yeah. There's a bunch of people in the jungle that have attacking that are attacking us, sabotaging us. We're not the only people on this island. Why isn't why am I the only person mad about this? And then he walks off into yeah. the jungle. It's a great speech. It's a it's, it's a, a good speech. I think he's right. He's he, I will okay, here's what I'll say. Locke is right. He succinctly like frames why this whole situation is contrived and absurd. Why you why like these guys are like they've got bigger problems than, you know, not trusting each other. Uh-huh. Uh that said, the if if the others weren't already known as a group of people that are constantly terrorizing our protagonist, yeah. he would just sound like a crazy guy. He yeah. would just sound like an old weirdo. Yeah. Which he is, too. He, he is. Like, it's true. He is an old weirdo. But I feel like it gets so justified because they have kidnapped. And then the, yes. especially that they murdered one of the others already. That's a, yeah, and that's a big one. Especially because, too, it's just weird that no one else thought of that before. That's, yeah. No one's like, oh, maybe it's the people who are trying to kill us. Yeah, Locke just comes along and is just like, all these tensions are moot, folks. And everybody goes, oh, he's right. Yeah. Everybody so, goes, yeah. So it is very weird. It's like, well, what did we just spend an episode doing? Yeah. That? What was that? This is a, this is a premise that works very well in early season one when the trust between the survivors is not yet built. Yeah. When it's like, who are these people? Why are? How are they going to get along? How are they going to trust each other? Um, now it feels a little less. It it doesn't. It it that doesn't resonate feels as like much. A waste of time. Especially when it's as contrived as this. Yeah. Um, so, uh, then everybody kind of goes off, uh, Jin and Sun have a little fight where Sun kind of just talks at Jin and says like, says like, why aren't you talking to me? If you just explained to me uh, why, why you did this, 
we wouldn't have this. When did you, st- and then this escalates to when did we stop talking? When did we become so distant? Why, why are we like this? And then it culminates with son, like through this, Jin is like packing and like, yeah. kind of like looking he won't and like, respond. he won't respond. He's giving him the cold shoulder and is like about to like get out of there. And then, uh, son says, I was going to leave you in English. Uh, and says, I was going to leave you at the airport for a better life. But then I saw you and thought, maybe the man who still loves me is in there somewhere. And so I stayed. And then he says back in Korean, I want to go back to the beginning. I want to go back to where it's, I want to go back to the simple times when it was just, just us in, in love. Can we do that? And Jin ponders it uh, and says, uh, I think he says it's too it's late. too late. And then he's go- and and he, he goes leaves. off. This is the one scene of the episode that I kind of like. Yeah. In the context of the flashbacks especially, yeah. it feels like, oh, okay, this is like, I mostly don't really care about the Sun and Jin stuff because their whole shtick is just oh, like, so dumb. they get separated, they have a fight, they come back together, then they have a fight, they come back together. Then they their get last sep- words are in English. Their last words are in English. Um, but this is a scene where it's like, it it does, ge- it, A, it's well acted by yeah. Yoon Jin Kim and... Uh, uh, oh, I forget Jin's actor's name, but uh, he does a good job too. I think like the acting in this episode is like perfectly fine. It's just like the contrived script that it's really kind of makes episode. it make sense. Uh, but this is a fine scene, IMO. Uh, and then Jin goes off, and then we get a montage. Yeah, of just like everyone, everybody kind of like being like, "Well, we're on an island." Hurley's listening to music, and the and the music sounds like it's in headphones, but then it swells to be the whole audio. We get Shannon and Saeed kissing. Yeah. We get the we get. I think Walt admits to burning the raft here, and and Michael says, "All right, well, uh, whatever, chill. <laughs> That's fine. At least and, I got to kick the shit out of Jin. <laughs> At least I got to punch Jin a little bit more. And then, uh, like it, like Charlie and Claire are hanging out. Everyone's hanging out." And then Hurley's sitting on the beach listening to the headphones and then the Walkman like stutters and dies. And then Hurley like looks at the Walkman and like slaps it and goes, ah, damn it. And then throws it aside. Funny. And, that, and then the episode just sit, ends with like five more seconds of just Hurley sitting on the beach in silence. Yeah. With which, wave noises. Which is good. Yeah. And I like it. I like it's that. Cute. That's a funny way to sunset that like trope. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny way to be like, we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah. This is done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was fun for three episodes. Yeah, and we can't keep doing it. Um, there's one more like minor plot on the island that barely matters. Said and Shannon. Said and Shannon. So Shannon ties a knot, and Said's like, "Oh, were you in the navy, milady? You who? How else could someone tie such a perfect, flawless little knot? Ooh, look at this little knot! Oh, my little heart! Wowie!" Said he loves this fucking knot. Fucking bot. weird in this episode. <laughs> he does a little backflip and then <laughs> runs in a circle and says, "A perfect bowling knot for little old me." And Shannon says, "I'm yes, I'm uh, leaving yeah. you." No, no, she says, "I love you." <laughs> and then they go their separate ways. Yeah. And then Boone goes up to Said and goes, "Stay away from the fair maiden. <laughs> I will." kill you i don't know i forget what he says that shannon will do yeah he's just like oh she's bad news bub well i don't know and Said's like that was weird all right and then shannon i think finds out i think Said and shannon like have a conversation where shannon's like has boone been talking to you 
And then Shannon goes, storms off and talks to, finds Locke in the jungle. And he's like, don't worry about Boone. And then Shannon's like, I love Saeed again. (laughs) That's it. The main thing I want, this plot is nothing. It's fine. It's whatever. The main reason I want to bring up this plot is because there's a really good moment where Shannon walks up to Locke and Locke's just like gutting a boar. And Shannon says like, this is gross and disgusting. And Locke says, gross to you, dear to me. Very weird. <laughs> imagine He's saying, a fucking creep. Imagine saying that out loud. Gross to, to you, dinner to me. <laughs> I'm going to incorporate that into my lexicon now. Nut job. Anytime someone calls something gross, I'm going to say, well, it's dinner to me. Well, it's dinner to me. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's just dinner to you, you know? Oh, it's dinner to me. Dinner to you. Dinner to mm-hmm. me, hanging on your wall for dinner for me. Uh, there's a flashback in this episode there also. There is a flashback, and it is crazy. It's wild. Jin is standing before Mr. Paik, yep. son's daddy. Son's powerful daddy. Son's powerful daddy, and he says, you want to work for me? And Jin says, yes, I know I'm a fisherman's son, but I've got ambitions, baby. I'm going all the way to the tippy top. I'm going one step at a time. Tippy top. I don't think he's asking to work for him. I think he's asking to marry son. That's, you are right. You Uh are absolutely right. And then Mr. Pike is like, well, you got to work for me then. Oh, baby. Um, And and, uh, here's what it is. Jin says, yes. And he says, yes, I'd do anything. And Mr. Pike says, why should I trust a man who so easily gives up his ambitions, his dreams? Mm-hmm. And Jin hits him with the, she is my dream. Oh, cute. Mm. Aww. 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 And they shake Aww. hands and a, a deal is struck. Uh, then we get a scene of them getting married. And Jin and Sun are... They're just happy. They're just happy. They're getting married. They're in love. And Jin's like... I. Your dad said yes, and I'm going to wor- start working for your dad. And son's like, I don't know about that one, chief. And Jin says, don't worry. It'll be fine. I'm doing this for us. Nothing's going to go wrong. But uh, then everything goes everything wrong. Everything goes wrong. Jin says, Mr. Pake says to Jin, I need you to send a message to this factory, this boss of the factory. It's not a boss of the factory. It's like a... Um, it's a government official. Is it? Yeah. Why is what's a factory? It's like the something of environment. I is it a minister? Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, then what's the? Why is there a factory? The factory is. I think they're shutting. The government is shutting down the factory because of some sort of regulation. That's what it is. Okay, that's where this loses me then. Um, because otherwise this is okay. We'll 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 get into it. But basically, he says this minister is shutting down our factory. I need you to deliver him a message. Uh, and Jin is very naive about this. Yeah, Jin says, go- "Tell him I'm displeased." Yes, and then Jin is like, "Okay." Yeah, and then he's, he's like, "All right, sounds like a plan. Sounds like what I will do. That's my job." Goes to the person's house and introduces himself. He's and the person, the minister or whatever, says like. Hey, uh, uh, I'm from I'm from Mister. I work for Mister. Oh, Pake, and immediately the guy's tone changes and says, "Come in, come in. Can I get you a drink or what's good?" And uh, Jin says, "I'm here to deliver a message from Mister. Pake." And the minister says, "Please, not in front of my daughter." Uh, and Jin says, "Oh, uh, he wants you to know that he's very displeased, and that uh, he h- wants you to let the factories back open, right?" 
and then the and then the guy immediately he his tone changes and says, "Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for your generosity. Here, I I I tell Mr. Pake I owe him a great debt of gratitude. Um, can I get can, can I get you a gift? Can I please get you a gift? Here, take this. Take my daughter's dog. He takes the dog from the hands of his daughter and <laughs> gives it to Jen. Yeah, and it's like who." He doesn't want a dog. Very presumptive. Yeah. To assume that Jin is we and Mr. Pig is a dog. dog. Yeah. Um, but the dog can stay. Give me cake. Give me cake. If if he was if if Jin got a slice of cake and then the next scene was just him being like slice of cake for a job well done. No Aww. mind if I do. Yum yum. yum or even yum. like a you know those what is it fruit, um, the like dehydrated fruit things. Yes. Yeah. One those, of those. One of those. Just a little. Just a little. What if it was a, a little, little packet? What if it was a little packet? A Ziploc of trail mix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with M and M's in it. With M and M's in it, and he says the M and M's are a little naughty, but they add a great sweetness to the trail mix. Yeah. Here, I bet Mr. Pig will love it. And then Mr. Pig does taste it, and he says, "I do love it. I do. Great job, Jin. Hundred stars to you." But that's not what happens. That's is not it? what happens. No. The, factory doesn't reopen the factory doesn't reopen for some reason the guy just doesn't do what he says he's gonna do yeah he, he was so scared of he, mr pig he, he was, just doesn't do it he was very like it seems dumb for him to be like wow i i got this second chance to do to work for him and now and he just doesn't do the thing yeah and so mr pig is very displeased he says jin jin you can't even deliver a simple friggin message what the hell uh i'm gonna take this guy along with you and he'll show you how it's done and he starts driving the guy along and the guy's like putting a silencer on a gun this is a murder it's a murder it's a murder man he's gonna murder him and Jin like like doesn't like this Jin doesn't like this and and the guy's like keep the car running don't drive past the speed limit you're gonna drive to the riverbank and we're gonna leave the car and you understand and like Jin's like, here, let me do it. It's fine. And he goes in and he kicks the man's ass. He beats the shit out of him. Yeah, he beats him half to death. In front of his daughter. Yeah. And he says, I just and he says, The factory opens tomorrow, buddy. And he grabs him by the collar and says, I just saved your life. Throws him down. And he looks at it and he sees the daughter and he goes, Uh oh, I'm really in it now. Want your dog back. And then he goes to wi- wipe the blood off his hands in his room and son comes in and says, You got blood on your hands. What are you doing? What the heck? And s- and son slaps him and Jin says, I do this for your dad. I do this for us. And son leaves crying. And then Jin is also crying, turns out. And that's their story. That's their story. There's one more scene, but before we get into it, I want to talk about, hey, Jin, how did you get so far in this apparently super corrupt, like, mob mob company without, like, how is this the moment where you clue in that this is, like, that what you're doing is murder and enforcement? I don't know. How does it? How does it? How does it get to this point? I, this whole plotline doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Lost has really. never been to Korea. No, they. I don't think they have. I don't think that they have. Lost has never even read, a, seen a movie about Korea. I don't Lost saw the movie Old Boy once. Yes, and then they were like, "Damn, Korea's crazy." Korea in Korea, uh, there's a dog. 
doctors, one dog. And <laughs> <laughs> they give dogs as gifts <laughs> in the, Korea. The dog is the famous Korean symbol for thank you for sparing my life. My daughter's dog. My daughter's dog. My firstborn's doggy. I'll bet you my daughter's dog. <laughs> That's oh, Korean dads are always saying that. That's true. Another. They bet always. Bet you my daughter's dog. Uh, my favorite. No. And so it's. This, as, as with everything else, it's like not like it's not as contrived as later Sun and Jin stuff, but like on re on revisiting, it's very clearly like what is like yeah, what dumb. how did this happen? We get one final scene. Yeah. One final scene. Jin goes to the docks. And who's at the docks in a boat? But his daddy. His daddy's so he's been so, all episode he's been saying yeah, like to, to Mr. Paik and Son, he's been saying, Ah, my dad, he died a long time ago. And uh, turns out his dad is alive and well, thriving in a boat. <laughs> He's just living in a boat. Mm-hmm. My dad lives in a boat. He does. <laughs> My dad lives in a boat. He does. Says uh, <laughs> says Jin to his dad. And his dad's like, "I love you." And it's true. I do live in a boat. And they hug and they catch up on old times. And he and says, "Dad, you're clammy as always." <laughs> and, and and dad says, "That's just how I like my skin to feel, That's baby." That's how I like it. I rub my skin in mustard in the mornings. <laughs> and and Jin says, "This is why I lied about why you're alive <laughs> to all my close relatives. My I, mustard. Dad. I didn't want them meeting my mustardy dad." <laughs> And I think that's fair. Beautiful ceremony. Incredible. Wonderful wedding, son and chin. Who is the man in the mustard? Oh, that's the father of the groom. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Mr. Mustard dad. Mr. Pake would not be having that. Mr. No, Pake would see that. So that's why they canceled the dad. That's why they canceled the dad. But he's back. And he's, he's back, baby. He's back. And uh, the real reason is just because he you was know, ashamed I of... I douse myself in sauerkraut. <laughs> and he says, this is more socially acceptable <laughs> to me. Uh, and so they, 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 they chat and they're like, oh, I'm glad you're married, son. And Jin's like, you know, it's really complicated between us. We're drifting apart. And also, I'm a hitman now, I guess. I'm an enforcer. Yeah. So everything's pretty crazy. And uh, da his dad says, you know what? First of all, you're my son. Doesn't matter what you do. I love you no matter what. You could disown my mustard-loving ass. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell your all your loved ones I'm dead, and you could not visit me for years. I still love you so much. Uh, which is like, first of nice. all, it's nice to have a good dad on the show for yeah, once. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, second of all, he also says like, well, what's well, you were saying to me the what was that thing you were saying to me the other day, Jin? Jin, old boy. Uh, you were telling me that you have a delivery of watches that you and son are going to on Oceanic Flight 815 to America. Well, here's here's what I think. I think you make this delivery for Mr. Paik, and then you run away. You Don't and son run back, buddy. You and son run away together, and you guys say, start a whole new life in America. Save your marriage. Now that's... I don't know. That's just my two cents. I'm just a humble fisherman from rural South Korea. What I am but a mustard dad. I, I am but a mustard dad, and I don't know a hill of beans about you high society types. But never come back. But never come back, and I'll see you again in 500 years. No, I won't, because you will... No, Jin never makes it off the island. So, never sees Jin again. No, he never sees Jin again. Yep, Jin dies. Sorry. Jin dies. Jin dies and Sun dies. And then Jin dies. <laughs> and then Jin dies. After after this rousing speech from his dad, 
uh, Jin says, well, time to die, and just <laughs> dies into the ocean and doesn't come back out. Yeah. No, but that's but that's what happens. That's, that's the happens. end. That's he says the end. never come back, and then it's like goes to the island and they yeah, do their thing. That's that. Oh, and then also in the montage, I forgot. In the montage, there's Jin. Jin like is like helping rebuild the raft, oh, and yeah. that and that's like the like. Well, I got ostracized from everyone, and my wife is keeping a secret from me. So I guess it's on me to rebuild it all. Nope. Like. Fuck off! It's what? It's okay. I don't know. It's whatever. It's it's not a it's good episode. Bad. It's not a good episode. I'm sweaty. I'm tired. I want to hear if this episode read any, raised any questions. It raised two questions. Okay, I'm excited to hear both of them. One, why was Hurley on the TV screen in Jin's flashback? Yes, uh, we failed to mention this when Jin first delivers the message, the bad message. Uh, the dog and the daughter the do- are watching Hurley. They're watching Hurley. They're watching the Hurley cam. Yeah, Hurley cam. They're watching the reason that they're that Hurley's on the TV is because a camera follows Hurley around and broadcasts it to everywhere in the world. Just mostly Korea, actually. Korea. They broadcast it everywhere, but it didn't really catch on anywhere except for Korea. Except for Korea. And Korea the loves it. Daughters Nor- and dogs. North and south. A both great show for daughters and dogs. They say a great show for daughters and dogs. And Hurley walks around and just lives his life and says, Oh, I'm winning the lottery. And you know what else? I have a crush on this record store girl. Whoa-oh. Uh, Doi. But why Why was it? Uh, because he won the lottery. It was news. You're right. That's Question nice. number two. And I didn't even know this one was raised. Okay. What is Locke's issue with his father? What? <laughs> I know. What? <laughs> it's so stupid. What? It seems like this must be a mistake. There are two. Okay, I'm thinking of the two times we've seen Locke yeah. in this episode. One was the scene with Shannon. Yeah. Maybe it came up then, but I can't. I don't, I don't think so. And then the other scene is him like ranting at the others, talking about the others. Yeah. When in the heck did that happen? I think this is a mistake. But what is it? What's Locke's issue with his father? Stole his kidney, threw him out a window. You know the whole, you know, classic strained father-son relationship. That is, you covered it entirely. Yeah. The t- two points: That's kidney and window. Kidney and window. When it, when you when you boil it all down. You might have a, st- a struggling relationship with your dad, but uh, uh, at the end of the day, did your dad steal your kidney and throw you out the window? Then you know maybe. Uh, here's here's a fun here's a fun game to all the listeners. Uh, go ahead and listen back to this whole episode, and try to pick out the points where you can tell that I'm trying not to go off about the Oland verdict. <laughs> oh, it happened today. Dennis is not guilty. It happened today. Dennis is not guilty. We're too late in the episode to go off o- about it, but uh, it's big the, news. It's big news out of St. John, New Brunswick. I'll tell you that much for free. Dennis got away. Dennis. <laughs> shout out to Dennis Oland. That's, I guess. You did maybe, it, bud. You did it. Thanks. It's I'm glad we can all rest easy knowing that the justice system maybe works uh, if you're rich and white sometimes. Dennis Oland, Den- officially not a murderer. Offici- officially, in the eyes of the law, not a murderer. Not, not a murderer. That's great, great news, great stuff. When you think about it, all Dennis Oland got today was the thing that we all have. That's it's true. It's just being officially not a murderer That's in the eyes true. of the law. 
he's got some catching up to do. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but then in the eyes of other people, maybe it's still a murderer. I don't know. You know, we could talk at length about it. Yeah. Uh, but we won't. That's cause a different th- podcast. That's a different podcast. That's our next... Our next podcast is a deep dive into the Oland trial. My God. It's going... We're going all the way in. Just kidding. Instead, we're going to end this podcast the same way we always do, by saying a bunch of stuff. I had to look up another episode. Uh, oh, yes, another episode. First, before we do anything else. I did it already. Oh, my God. What was the number? 13. 13. I want to say maybe we've watched that one already. Um, we have not. Season 2, episode 20, 2 for the road. Uh, and I'm just confirming... This is an Ana Lucia episode. Ah, boo. It's our last Ana Lucia episode. Thank God. So we'll say goodbye to Ana Lucia uh, and bid her a farewell and say bye-bye. Bye-bye. And then we will say hello to our Twitter handles, which is you can follow me on Twitter.com at Barrier Trio. And me at at James Brown. That's A-T-J-A-M-E-S-B-R-O. W-N. W-N, baby. And uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, at Island Shuffle. Or you can follow us on Facebook.com slash The Island Shuffle. And finally, we would like to give a shout-out to Noisepace.xyz for hosting us humbly. Uh, All 102 episodes of us can be found on Noisepace.xyz. And if you've gone through them all and you think, I need more podcasts to listen to right now, we've got great news, bud, because there's a bunch. There's so many good podcasts there. Podcasts like The Wonder Yerks and Endomorphs podcast. Yes. City Girls Make Do, a Sex in the City podcast. Uh-huh. And Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, which is a Modazushi podcast. I finally got it right. I finally know off the top of my head what this podcast, the name of the thing this podcast is about. It's Modazushi, obviously. It, it obviously it's Modazushi, otherwise known as Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation. I who needs to know what it's otherwise known as when we're all so familiar <laughs> with the terms Mo, Dao, Dao Zhu, Zhu, Xi. Xi. They, I actually Zhu, have this. Xi. I actually have this show now because of listening to this podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this show now, okay. <laughs> and and I'll let you Mo know Dao how Zhu it is. Xi. I'm gonna let you know how it is. It's from the way they talk about it. Sounds like a heck of a ride. Anyways, uh, also Patreon.com/slash/noisepace. Send a couple bucks to Matt's way, if you'd like, because he hosts this out of his little pockets. He pays. <laughs> he pays. And his pockets are tiny. One thing I'll tell you about Matt of Nintendo GameCube, and uh, I'll, I'll stand by this to the grave. Tiniest pockets I ever did Smallest see. Smallest. You should see them. Good luck fitting the thimble in those pockets. Oh, my God. You couldn't even fit. if Until the camel passes through the... Uh, eye of the needle that is Matt's pocket. Mm. A rich man shall never enter the gates of heaven. Damn. But a rich man will get a not guilty verdict. Amen. Amen. And on this Palm Sunday and Ash Wednesday, we will wish you all a happy birthday. (laughs) And of course, we'll say the thing that we say at the end of every episode of this show called